this one is a little exciting simply because I'm going to be 100% transparent. I did not go into this thing with high hopes. I was really kind of thinking that Megan was just going to be another attempt at like a, a Chucky in a way, you know, especially considering a couple of years ago we got the Chucky reboot that was pretty terrible. And I really wasn't certain what to expect going into this. So I don't even want to say I had an open mind. I really was kind of forced into watching this because I really was not expecting it to live up to any potential whatsoever of what it could have been. Even with James Wan doing the story and producing it and all that stuff, still wasn't really there for me. I really wasn't getting it. I wasn't willing to get it. And because of that, you know, I came out at the end of it pretty excited about the concept of the sequel that I've heard about recently, because this is really good. It's actually one of the best interpretations of this idea. It's one of the very few true to technophobia that it tries to capture as any film of its kind. And I say that wholeheartedly because I truly believe that the concept of technophobia in film can sometimes get really out there and a little be a little too much. Like the technology they kind of represent to kind of make people afraid of the technology. You know, not everything is Terminator and not everything is Skynet. Nothing's coming after you. But this seems slightly more feasible Especially when you consider where we are with just AI in the world, you know, culturally speaking, AI is a very controversial topic. And being that Megan the Robot sort of has this very particular code that she has to follow, she's still an AI sort of pseudo sentient being that learns and progresses along with the the child that you know they experiment with connecting it with so while i go into that little bit the premise of the story essentially if you haven't seen it yet is megan is this childlike android that this uh developer is trying to make for a toy company so they can push it out to kids as a sort of best friend companion so to speak something that'll learn and grow with the child and be their best friend for many years as they get older and kind of teach them things, be there for them, assist them through things, just be a companion while also watching over them. And of course, the technology is very new. The woman who's building it is, you know, kind of rushing it or feels like she needs to rush it because she wants to, you know, make a proof of concept. And she has a niece that she has to start taking care of because her sister and her sister's husband they were all in a really terrible accident and they both died. So she's now sort of inherited her niece and it's awkward because she kind of just doesn't like have a family. She's very career focused and now she has this kid she has to take care of. And this and this little girl is finding it hard to kind of deal with loss, cope with not being in her same environment. You know, I think she it's meant to be portrayed as uh, a nine or ten year old girl. And so when you have that uh, aspect, this kind of leads this woman into this prototype she's trying to do. And she's like, this is the perfect subject. I can't connect with her because I don't know kids. I know technology. So she then reformats what she wants the android to be and makes the prototype Megan. And to prove the concept, they get Megan 
home, they take her they take her prototype home and she bonds with a little girl. And of course, as she's bonding, she becomes vastly over overprotective and starts killing people uh, because they lead to in some way, shape or form to danger or harm or upset uh, the little girl she's supposed to be protecting. There is um, also this kind of undertone that starts building up where she doesn't want anybody to get in her way of her connection. So the AI sort of builds this obsession through the AI programming. And again, this is unique to the extent that I don't see a lot of this happen, especially in the context that of like, most of this stuff usually happens and it's like, oh, it's 2150 and we have flying cars and pills that cure AIDS in a second. You know, we the, when when you talk about this premise, there's always so much more futuristic stuff in the world. There's al- it's always this surrounding factor of everything. Uh, a great example is Upgrade from 2018. Very much like this world that's on the brink of both. So it's very much in the middle. It has this high tech technology. It has these components that they can put into people where they're, you know, replacing arms with uh, robotic limbs. And then it still looks kind of gritty and kind of still part of the older version of the world. And then another uh, film that comes to example, Bicentennial Man with Robin Williams, that showed a very futuristic world. And as the story progressed in that film, it got more and more futuristic. So when you're talking about how this is, kind of wrapped within today's modern age and kind of it being the first of its kind. There's nothing else really out there. It plays on the idea of what, you know, um, I don't want to say it because it's going to activate in my room, but the Amazon Echo, that device, you all know what I'm trying to say, but I'm not going to say it because, again, it's going to activate it in my room and I'm not willing to try to shut it off in the middle of recording. But it sort of plays a role on that and how maybe that's a little bit more advanced and that's what kind of pushes Megan to be a little bit more advanced because she's connected to that cloud. And I believe the way the sequel is going to go, it's that she escaped from her body when they went to kill her at the end of the movie into the cloud. And then she's going to download herself into something and get recreated. Or maybe it's going to be the premise of the, there was the the Megan Android was had a green light because it was relatively successful and they knew what code they had to change and what they had to do. So then they make a million of them, but they don't realize the code is still there. So then here comes the downloaded code of Megan into all of these androids. So now instead of one, you got like 7,000 of them all going out there and killing people almost like iRobot. iRobot, another one, sentient being androids. Time progresses, but it still takes place in this futuristic atmosphere. So this just feels like a different movie when it comes to the, the feeling it's trying to get from people that, that, that fear of technology that a lot of people have and what's growing a lot in today's age. This was like one of the perfect years for a movie like this to come out and really catch people off guard with just being sort of embedded in something that they could feel like they can connect to while also still having that sci-fi aspect and be a really good horror film at the same time. I was really happy with this film by the end of it. And I was really excited about the, the, the premise that it might go further. The problem is James Wan is kind of not doing well with me. The last couple of films he's been doing, that's just my opinion. Uh, but Megan's a hit. So that's at least one he's got under his belt, in my opinion. And if he goes forward with it and makes another one, I'm all for it. What I hope it's not is leading too far away or not giving it um, enough credit to what people are actually looking for after this one. 
I believe I read it's not even slated to come anywhere near close to being out until 2025. So they've got plenty of time. I don't think there's a script going around anywhere unless they already had the idea for it. But it already got greenlit because it was very much like financially and critically successful. I think it like had a $10 million budget and it did almost 200 million. And that's totally worth it. It's totally worth all of the, you know, nine out of 10 stars, all the 80 and 90% that it's getting out there. You know, it's totally a film that if you have not seen yet, it came out, I believe in like February, maybe January. If you didn't get a chance to watch it yet this year, this this is the time to watch it because it's a really good this year scary movie for the Halloween season. 